Sports. 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 Podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Pomaville. And joining us as always at the Sports Outsider, Phil Ranta. Let's get this over with, guys. Wow. This, let's get wow. the podcast over with. You know, for a lot of people who haven't tuned into our first 300 episodes, they might be listening now and going, why should I care? This attitude what? coming from their sports outsiders. Do you know work. why we just need to get this over with? Why is that? Why? Because God of War just came out on PlayStation 4. God of War. Gotta go play. Didn't Isn't there already a God of War? Is it like there a God of War There's God of War sequel? 1 through 3, but this is just God of War. Kratos is back and he's got a son. He's a single father. Are they not... Did they, are they just calling it God of War because at this point it would be God of War 4? And they right. think that sounds weird. Yeah, the rhyme is weird. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you just can't do but that. But no, it's going to be a War fun 4. podcast. I didn't want it to sound like it's not going to be a fun podcast. I'm just saying, God of War is out! So those of you at home, if you're starting this podcast, pause, go play some God of War. Yeah, right. And then come back to finish the podcast. Yeah. When well, it's a pretty long game. Just finish the whole game. Well, see you in three weeks. You're going to want to take like a break in there somewhere. Maybe you go to make a sandwich like I a mean, few hours yeah, into your God of War. I time. was angry. I had to come to go to work today. <laughs> I wanted to stay home and play God of War. I guess I never think of Phil as being this big a gamer. But he is. He is. And he I is. Do. He definitely I is. I play a lot of video games. I just don't yeah. play multiplayer games, so no one's ever around when I'm playing. So oh, yeah. You are actually... you. The only sport that you are an insider in would be eSports. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I talk to a lot of eSports folk all day. It's and do you, do you play any uh, sports video games? No. Ever. Uh, Tecmo Super Bowl for the 8-bit Nintendo. I got real deep we, into that. Right. As you can we see from our... Backdoor Phil into being a sports insider by... No, 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 it's Madden, which you're interested yeah. in. No, Tecmo Super Bowl. Yeah. I was the Chicago Bears, and Refrigerator Perry was the sack king. Yeah. I used to have a roommate. He was much better than me at video games. But then he started trying to play Madden with me. And while he was much better at the game... I knew more about football and was able to like shrewdly out column most of the way. I could see how that you would looked be. at his controller and saw what plays he was picking, didn't right. you? No, it was like he didn't understand that things were on a clock. <laughs> so like he'd keep running out of time. I could see how wow. I could see. I, I it could was see. rough living with your nephew, wasn't it? Yeah. Right. That's tough. Boy, I wish. <laughs> If I had a nephew, I'm sure he'd be more responsible than the person that I'm talking about. <laughs> right. Good. Holy crow. That was that was not a great roommate experience. But that's okay, guys. We're here for other reasons. Yeah. Would, would you say that the roommate experience was pretty maddening? <laughs> Is that what you'd say? No, no. Jesus, Phil, I just tried to segue us into the rest of the podcast. And you pretty, kept it going no, with but a really you, awful You were bit. just talking about the video game Madden. Are right. we flopping I was our making roles the, in the connection. Here? Okay. Are you going to make the bad jokes that continue the segments that should have been over like 30, 45 seconds? It's a earlier? sports comedy podcast. We're all podcast. comedians yeah. living in Los Angeles. Joel and I know a fair amount about sports. Phil knows very little I about know very sports. Little, yeah. And we have a great show today. Yep. We have the injury bug on. Yeah. Oh. Now, this is a weird one. Because people are always talking about the injury bug when, like, a bunch of people in a in a in the locker room or a clubhouse get hurt, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always assumed it was like some sort of metaphor. Right, thought it was figurative, right? Yeah, right, sure. Well, well, no. This podcast today we have the injury bug. Yeah. Oh wow! I thought that it was a it was just a thing saying. Yeah, figure of yeah, speech, right? right? That's what we thought. Got an email recently. Hmm. Yeah. Mostly gibberish. Bugs don't have hands. Sure. Yeah. That'd be very hard to type. They have the, to jump up and down well, the keys. <laughs> it's not, I mean, it's hunt and peck. I would think more accuracy because it's in, it, you know, they got the single digits. That well, how big at. is this bug? I imagine a bug to be very small. I never met him. No, yeah. Okay. We've only, con, you know, I imagine I have to jump up and down on the keys. We just know that he's a bug and he probably causes injuries. So, yeah, he well, probably should thing clear is, the air. He reached out to us, yeah, because he's coming on to clear the air. So, <laughs> phew. Uh, so yeah, and and this is very exciting. Yeah, Jordan is pretty amped about this one. Oh yeah, we're gonna I think have I know on what the this podcast. Is. I think I know what this is. Yes. The one, the only, to talk about his recent induction into the uh, the Baseball Hall of Fame. Oh man, and and uh, his uh, unveiling of his statue and retired number at Comerica Park. 
the one, the only, Alan Trammell. Oh, man. I am wow. over the moon about this. Number three. Yep. Long time shortstop. Should be MVP in 1987. That's right. Yep. Uh, one of the most underrated players in the history of Major League Baseball. Absolutely. But uh, yet overrated in this intro somehow. Yeah. But, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, whoa. take it easy. No, he was just speaking uh, uh, like it's Jordan, Babe Ruth. And I, and well, I, I would say it's. It, this is a personal. I am yeah. as excited as I it is. I see. Okay. As, this is Jordan's all-time favorite baseball player. Okay. Yeah, so he, he's your Ryan Sandberg. He's my Ryan Sandberg. Yeah, that'd be a good way to put it. <laughs> Always making the Ryan Sandberg reference. Yep. Oh man, I am so excited for this. So yeah, so uh, Tram gonna be here in the flesh. I know this is sort of a lifelong dream for Jordan. It really I'm is. Excited it really myself, is. So yeah, big podcast, and we got wow. a wide world of weird sports. You're goddamn right, we do. But first. The grass is green. The glove is cool. Having a dog at the game. Totally baseball. Major rebrand. Baseball's cool now. Totally baseball. Brought to you by socks, but cool socks, not regular socks. You can wear them on your hand. They're crazy. Brandon, again, <laughs> register my complaint that I do not like this segment. I like I this rebrand. the old segment. No, baseball's cool now, man. Yeah. It's different. This rebrand is sitting on the edge of tomorrow. Today. 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 <laughs> Brandon Belt sets major league record for longest at bat. Boom. Oh, now we're talking. Subheadline, baseball's his, baseball historian's laud achievement as baseball's most boring record yet. Sure. <laughs> MLB Commissioner Rob Manfred has been doing a lot to speed up the pace of baseball games. He's eliminated the need to throw pitches for intentional walks. He's limiting mound visits and threatening a pitch clock. But all of these efforts are meaningless in a sport that has at-bats that could hypothetically last forever. Yep. Forever? Forever. Forever. Forever, ever? Forever, ever. Uh, San Francisco Giants first baseman Brandon Belt set the major league record Sunday when he battled out a 21 pitch at bat Woof. against Los Angeles Angels rookie right hander Jaime Barria. That's a whole bunch. I, I don't uh, to remind you, Phil. As yeah, a full, full count is seven. Full count, no five, five, three balls right. and seven two is... strikes. After which point the count is full. So he fouled off at least 15 pitches. That's right. It's actually 16. Joel Belt fouled off 16 two-strike pitches before lining out to Angels right fielder uh, Cole Calhoun, who almost dropped the ball because he had been checking Twitter to kill time. Sure. <laughs> Cole Calhoun sounds like the name of a cool jazz pianist. Oh, yeah. Back right? in the day. Cole Calhoun. The real Cole Cal Calhoun is not nearly as cool as his name would imply. Yeah, that's right. I feel like I'm going to start dropping Cole Calhoun, though, like he was a jazz person, just right, to right. get like people to be like, oh, yeah, no, I've never listened to his stuff, but everyone says it's great. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to sit home, have some brandy, and listen Listen to a Cole Calhoun album. Man, Skip you ever heard Skip Cole Skip Calhoun? <laughs> he's a jazz guy where it's really about the notes he's not playing. <laughs> uh, Brandon Belt said, quote, I wasn't going to give up, and that pitcher wasn't either. It made for a good battle. If it helped get me a little bit locked in for later in the game, it was worth it. Quick, uh, quick check here. Did Brandon Belt forget the name of the guy that he fouled 16 pitches off of? I think so. No, so that one guy. sounds like it. ESPN has already planned a special episode of Sports Science to break down the at-bats. Something analysts believe will kill what's left of baseball's popularity. <laughs> right. That sounds very boring. VV boring. Uh, Bell broke the record previously held by then-Houston Astros infielder Ricky Gutierrez, who had a 20-pitch at-bat uh, in 1998 against then-Cleveland Indians right-hander Bartolo Colon. Right. Ah. And I think no one has forgotten about the legendary Ricky Gutierrez. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, Bartolo Colon sounds like an explorer from like the 1500s. He looks kind like a does. very prosperous explorer from the uh, 1500s. Yes. He's he's like a guy who made a lot of money in Spain before he came here. Yeah. Ah, trading spices. He's rather portly. Yeah. Oh. It, in the 1500s, he absolutely would have gout. Oh, okay. <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, the in, in, in the present time, he might be 10, 15 years away from having <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh The at-bat lasted 12 minutes and 45 seconds Oof. and ended in a pop-out. Oh, that's an adult swim show. For comparison's sake, in Game 5 of the first-round playoff series between the Indiana Pacers and the Cleveland Cavaliers, in about the same amount of time, LeBron James scored 15 points and was very exciting to watch. <laughs> yeah. This is very entertaining. How do you want to spend your 12 minutes of sports entertainment? <laughs> I will take 16 foul pitches. Foul pitches. Oh, you yeah. would. Uh, at, and now here's the thing. Even baseball players 
hate when this happens. Sure. At one point during the at bat, Brandon Belt chatted with the Angels catcher Martin uh, Maldon. Mal, Mal, how do you spell? It? Gosh, Maldonado. Maldonado. Yeah, telling him that he hates when someone else keeps falling off pitches. Ooh. By the way, Jordan, very common last name. Yeah. <laughs> Maldonado. There's a lot of them. Ah, yeah. Yeah. If I'm in the field and somebody does it, I can't stand it. But I wasn't going to give in. Belt said. I basically had to apologize to everybody after that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, second base. Sorry. <laughs> it took him nine pitches to work the count full, and he fouled off five pitches in the process. He swung and missed just once in the at-bat and was greeted with high fives when he returned to the dugout. Uh, mm. Angels shortstop Andrelton Simmons offered his take. That was impressive, huh? I was really tired after that. Regardless of the end result, that was fun to watch. Don't want to do it again. Sure. <laughs> That's what most people say about things that were fun to watch. They were like, Schindler's List. Oh, what a ride. Don't want to see it yeah, again. Nobody's watching Dunkirk for the third time. Yeah. Maybe I watched it once in the theaters. I watched it once on a plane. Ain't nobody's going, I'm gonna, I need yeah. to see Dunkirk again. Willis McGahee's 2001 knee injury. Oh, oh. oh so much fun. Right. Won't, won't want that to happen again. <laughs> it should be noted, little known fact, that the popular American poem Casey at the Bat was initially much longer <laughs> as it had Casey falling off five pitches after falling behind in the count 0-2. Yeah. But Ernest Thaler's editor at the San Francisco Examiner cut those verses out because even by 1888 standards, they slowed things down too much. Yeah, it's bad storytelling. Yep. And, the kitcher, and the pitcher wound up and threw the ball on a dime and Casey fouled it off. Yet another time. <laughs> Just that over it's, uh, and over. It's a good editor. Really is. <laughs> he, he made a wise choice. I don't know. In the 1800s, when that, when that came out, though, just the fact that two things were rhyming was probably pure joy. Yeah. No, I looked at the Wikipedia on this before. Yeah. And uh, it was talking about the popularity of it. And uh, basically, like, people would go out and perform this poem. Like sure. in like vaudeville acts, just like like do like vocal yeah. performance of this poem, and it like killed. Yeah, we're like yeah, do Casey at the bat. Well, Is kids that- also had sticks and hula hoops, and they would just bat around the hula hoops. I think I think the people in the audience uh-huh. were just like, hey, we've survived infectious diseases to this point, and now words rhyme. Yeah, I lived to be forty, <laughs> and now I'm old and cranky. Hooray! <laughs> Mike Trout, Trout, Mike Trout, Mike Trout, Mike Trout, Mike Trout gave a quote that is perfectly Mike Trout to end on. Quote, I think after like the 16th pitch, the crowd really started to get into it. I couldn't imagine being up there for 21 pitches. It's unbelievable. That's great. <laughs> I got to say, uh, if uh, they got the all these plans for like the pitch clock and everything, maybe they should have a plant by Major League Baseball right behind home plate who will try to like surprise the hitter in the middle of these long at-bats. So, like, somewhere around pitch 15, he would have, like, waited until the ball was incoming and been like, Hey, Brandon, it's your naked mom! Joel, you do realize that you started that sentence with, I gotta say, right? (laughs) (laughs) News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. University of Central Florida football team unveils national championship banner. Go UCF. Uh, oh. Subheadline, they beat Auburn in the Peach Bowl to go 13-0. All Alabama will happily share the title. <laughs> very happy about that. In Orlando, yeah. Florida, UCF unveiled a 2017 national championship sign before its spring game Saturday, keeping a promise athletic director Danny White made after the Knights finished last season undefeated. Mm-hmm. They buried the lead. Mm. UCF has a spring game. You guys, like, I don't know. It's a, it's I small. thought everyone trained in the spring. Well, they do, and then they do a game, like a scrimmage, that fans show up for. It's kind of one of those things. College football has the shortest season yeah. of all of the major televised sports, and so this is given like, fans a taste. Ooh, I see. Yeah. It's a little like nugget. A, yeah. Little nugget it's little something to get you through summer. Yeah. Uh, a few minutes before kickoff, the video board played season highlights, then another video with clips from UCF's. 34-27 went over Auburn in the Peach Bowl to cap a 13-0 season. Then a black tarp covering the sign was uncovered at Spectrum Stadium mm. to cheers from the crowd. Hmm. Danny White made national headlines after UCF's win because he decided to declare the Knights national champions as the only undefeated team in FBS football. He promised parades and banners, and now both have happened. 
Good. They Have got a, your party. They got a parade at uh, Walt Disney World and a street party in downtown Orlando. National Championship t-shirts were quickly printed up. National Champion signage covers fences around the practice field as well. And all that was left was placing a sign in the stadium. All right, the guy's gone overboard. Yeah, that's too much. <laughs> it was just like, here's the thing. He didn't feel they have a national championship. Yep. You're aware of. There's a there's a playoff. Four yeah. teams make it. Alabama won. Yeah. UCF was not in the top four. Right. So they played, and while they won out their season, they are not considered national champions. So they're just fooling themselves. They're claiming one. They're they're calling they're claiming one even though they didn't win. Oh, one. in fairness, in the storied history of college football, there are ones that are multiple cl- different people who had different ideas about who was champion in any given season. Because and oh, anyone can print a banner. I could go print a banner true. saying I'm a Why king of turds. Why not in there? <laughs> yeah, nothing stopping him. Right. I just feel like at this point, like I, I like what they were trying to do. They're a small program. They had a great season. You yeah. want to capitalize off that. You want to hype up your own players. Yeah. But at a certain point, it just goes too I'm far. I'm just surprised that Disney World didn't have higher standards. <laughs> they're local. Uh, it's in Orlando. <laughs> They're like they're down the road from them. They're like, let's That's help out we, the kids, uh, yeah. Yeah. the neighbor boys. Like they sponsor also, their uniforms. Oh, there we go. <laughs> you wanna you wanna sell tickets? You know you wanna you wanna attract the locals. Yeah, you gotta kiss the ring a little. You give it to like uh, to the Sooners. You know how many people are gonna drive from Oklahoma to Orlando? Yeah, everybody who goes to Disney World is from Orlando. Yeah. Nobody from out of town goes all no, the way to Orlando. But you're not going to schedule a visit to just... go see Mickey Mouse. Now, yeah. Wait, you're going to go to Orlando just to go to Disney World? No, but that's my point. <laughs> is if you were going to go for the parade, you wouldn't just be going to Disney World. Right. It would be insane to think that people from all over right. the country. I'm, con- I'm confused. Would go to Disney no, World. The point is they wouldn't go to Disney World specifically for the parade of their favorite local team. You'd right. schedule a and Disney World trip. Everybody knows you only go to Disney World to see that day's parade. Okay. If it doesn't align with your values, you don't go to Disney World. This is this makes no sense, Phil. It makes no sense You're not from you. Thinking about the You're scheduling. not thinking clearly, Joel. You're not thinking clearly. Both of you I'm are talking too much clearly. with your hands. It's a parade. Nobody goes to the parades except the parents with sore feet and the kids that hope they throw out candy. Yeah, most parades, right. but most right. parades aren't national championship parades all for a right, small college all football right, program. All right, gavel, 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 gavel. Gravel, gravel, gravel. Okay. Uh, UCF fans in Central Florida embraced uh, Athletic Director White's bold move, while others across the country questioned why he'd claim a mythical national championship when Alabama had won it on the field. Aren't all national championships just made up, though? Do you think maybe he didn't know about Alabama winning it in the field? No, he definitely knew, because as this article continues here... The Crimson Tide beat Georgia 26-23 to in the College Football National Championship a, w- a week after USC beat Auburn, earning the trophy and banner that comes with it. Yeah, It <laughs> comes with a banner? <laughs> so they went and printed their own? Okay, now it feels weird. Wait, do, does the NCAA provide the banner? This is what the article says, and it was yeah. from the Worldwide like, Leader. Uh, when Donald Trump at the Mar-a-Lago made his own Time Magazine yeah. cover yeah. that said Man of the Year. It's like, you know who else did that? The prop guy for Big Lebowski. Right, exactly. Uh, The Knights did finish number one in at least one ranking, the Kali Bias-Free Matrix Rankings. What? It's one poll among many recognized by the NCAA that was formerly used in the BCS computer rankings. Discredited! (laughs) Phew. So don't worry about that. Yeah. White explained uh, their national champions using the dumbest sports talk radio rationale. The transitive property. Mm. Quote, we feel very strongly as the only undefeated team and having beat Auburn, who beat both teams competing for the national championship, that we have an extremely sound case to claim the crown. It's not a bad one. It's, it's, I've heard worse ones. It's better than you'd think for UCF. Yeah. Any time you beat uh, you know, two teams like that. Well, they beat one. Well, sure. Yeah. But- <laughs> yeah. Anyway, as the we- sign... As the sign was unveiled on Saturday, quarterback Mackenzie Milton said he got goosebumps. Shortly thereafter, a UCF booster was investigated by the NCAA. An R.L. Stein gift set is an impermissible benefit. <laughs> After the spring game ended, players had a surprise waiting for them. Their 2017 championship rings. Oh, no, they wow. made their own rings. Yeah, they go they, to Johnston's. Johnston's. Did, did, 
Did they go full board? Did they put like diamonds and crap on them? It looked really nice. There was a tweeted picture. I don't oh, know. It's a real overspend, in my opinion. That's embarrassing. The banner I can get behind. The parade is overkill, but who doesn't like a parade? You know, I feel like people at Disney World. Just, the parade just happens. It happens around them. Nobody's for excited most parades, for the parade. Okay, but if you are going to do a parade that's this specific, you are going to want to have it in the time that people want to see it. Will no, be able to people come cheer visit. more for Belle and the Beast dancing on top of the float than they would for any national championship. Not game. if you're packed with Central Florida fans who, because of their close proximity to the park, have chosen this particular day to show up. I think this is bullshit. You're bullshit. It fell. 2017 head coach Scott Frost left to coach his alma mater, Nebraska, Chilly. and new coach Josh Hupel wasn't with the Knights last season and now has to deal with unreasonably high expectations from yeah, a spoiled fan poor, base. Poor, poor guy. <laughs> Joining us now in the podcast, uh, and wow, just coming in the studio right now, uh, the, the injury bug. Hey, Jordan. Hey, Phil, how hey. you two feeling? Let me just describe you for the people at home since it's an audio podcast. You never do that with any of the other guests. No, I know, but a lot of people are curious what an injury bug looks like. I know, I was up okay. until now. Describe away. Okay, it kind of looks like the Mucinex blob. The one that's voiced by T.J. Miller. Yeah, that's my brother. Okay, right. okay. I don't want to talk about him. Right. He's Wait, sold the, out. T.J. Miller or the Mucinex blob? Well, either. Oh, they're both your brother? Also a longtime friend of TJ Miller, and boy, did he do some nasty stuff. Yeah, he's in in hot water, which also helps cure that mucus problem. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, uh, no, you look like the Mucinex guy, except you've got big wings. Uh, Yeah. Big, like, uh, insect-like wings. I gotta fly around. You never know where I'm gonna strike. Right. And those uh, big, big like insect eyes that yeah. have like a million Compound other eyes. eyes. Compound yeah. eyes. Yeah. And you got the and you got a little fedora on. And is that yeah. a kilt? Yeah. Fedora, wow. kilt, and wings. Okay. It's an interesting look. I just it all was really coming together till that. Because what you have to understand is my strange bug genitals don't fit on the pants. Oh yeah. So yeah. a kilt is a necessity. Oh, yeah, that makes like sense. That makes yeah, sense. that totally makes it. All I right. got a crazy like corkscrew penis. Oh yeah, you got to so you can attach on and then kill your mate, right? Yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, if I don't, she'll kill me first. Right. No, oh, that's that's oh, the wild cow. Look yeah, out. Injury yeah. bug here. Sex is exciting when you're an injury bug. Sure, I can imagine. Does that mean there's lots of injury bugs? There's men, fe- no, injury bugs, and females? No, that's the thing. Most and- of the other ones, it's the male injury bugs who uh, have been associated with injuries amongst humans. Yeah, now here's the thing. We we thought that it's just like a phrase, like, you know, that, oh, they, they got really hit hard by the injury bug. Wow. Maybe you can dig deeper here. Wow. Okay, for, for a bug whose legacy goes back six generations. Okay. Only six? Seven, yeah. seven years ago, nobody got, or seven generations ago, nobody got injured? No, we actually we have a very short lifespan. Oh, okay, that's fair. I'm with you guys for maybe another 48 hours. Yeah, oh, six generations for a bug. That's yeah. like last week. I see. But I have, I have 6,000 offspring, one of which I hope will pick up the mantle and carry it I thought it you forward. said there weren't a lot of you left. That sounds like a lot. No, there never is. We don't live very long. Oh, that's fair. Okay. At any given time, but very my few. father, my his father before him, his father before him, his father before him, all of them had lengthy careers as injury bugs before my mother and grandmother and great-grandmother and such killed them all. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, because the corkscrew penis. Yeah. I got it. Well, why do you do what you do? Why do you injure? Why do you hurt? <laughs> yeah, and, and would you have anything to do with, I'm going to ask you a slightly more pointed sure. question. The Washington Nationals is a baseball team that came to the season with really high hopes. Oh, yeah. And uh, right off the bat, you got Adam Eaton's hurt. Mm-hmm. You got Anthony Rendon's hurt. Mm-hmm. You got Daniel Murphy starting the season on, on, the, on the bench yeah, or on the you DL. Know, it's a real bummer for me because I had just moved to Washington. Yeah. And had just taken up as a Nationals fan. Oh. And nice. once again, not only am I bestruck by the ill fortune set forth by my favorite baseball team having all of these injuries befall them, but people are blaming me again. Well, which isn't is it just you, nuts. It's so not I, your fault? You have nothing to do with this? I would like to think not. Wait, wait, wait. You would keep, like to think not? or? I, People there has to be a way that the an injury bug like you does the injuries. Right. Why, why, would we, why would you be called no, an injury I mean, bug I, otherwise? I, I pick a team that's my favorite team, and I keep visiting. 
over the course of the year. You know, I'm there a lot, and I feel like people then say, what's different? Oh, it's this injury bug. Wait, 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 wait. Hold, hold, hold. Are you telling me that the name injury bug is just cosmetic and you don't actually (laughs) cause injuries? I mean, I like to think that I don't. No, 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 no. That sounded like a non-answer. Because look, you you have like telekinetic way to say, I want to hear where you're going with that. It's like illegal immigrants. Okay, I'll stop talking. Everybody's got a whole bunch of problems and they look for a scapegoat, you know? So you start getting a bunch of of injuries and they go hey that bug who's always around the clubhouses that have a lot of injuries he's back must be his fault okay but Just when you don't show up to a game do people get injured uh i mean i guess they must so what is oh you guess they must do you not like i read don't the know i just know when i'm at games a lot of people get injured See, this yeah. This is very tough. Yeah. The, the but that's correlation hard. is not causation. Right. Guys. I just don't know whether or not. I mean, I assume if you're not like actively hurting people or like no, tying people's feelings together. Uh, this by is, the way, Jordan, I got to say. Yeah. Huh. Your your knee looks a little gimpy. Yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't just. I, well, I, it's like very arthritic. Yeah. It's, it's like really sore right now. It's like now. a bum knee. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you okay there, buddy? No, it, it really what have you what have you done to my Wait knee? Wait a second, he can't do that? Wait, why Wait a second, you are an injury bug! You uh, just hurt Jordan's knee. How's I, he gonna finish I, out the podcast? I can't put weight on this. I can't I put weight on this. I don't Jordan know how I'm gonna do this. About his knee. Wait, do you I ask all, do you ask Jordan. all the athletes how they're feeling before they get hurt? I'm trying to No, I mean it I I have noticed that a lot of times, but no, I, I thought, sprained my ankle. Oh, I sprained my ankle. I was putting weight on the other foot because I can't put weight on the other knee and I sprained my ankle. Okay. Okay, injury bug. Now, how do you relate ah. what's happening right now with Jordan to your illegal immigrant analogy? I, I, well, I think same deal. It's really, what we have really here is a perfectly right normal my, my podcasting ankle injury. Yeah. It's just the sort of thing that happens all the time. I've never Look, been injured podcasting no, before. If, if I was a professor totally and I was different. breaking down this interview, right. I would say that what you're trying that's to right. say is that illegal immigrants are causing all the country's woes. No, that's... but. See, that's my point. No, that's what you're saying, though. They're not. God, my tailbone. I landed. I fell out of my chair and I landed on my tailbone, and I think it's bruised. It really hurts. I didn't say anything about that. But you you land on your tailbone. That's the worst. Jordan's been hurt three times since you've come in here. That's the worst. Yeah. Okay. Oh Look, God. And again, it's called it's the Cossacks, Jordan. God. If you're gonna say you're hurt, say the proper word. First, listen. Can I just to demonstrate? Can you hand me that knife? Uh, no. no you no, cannot no, have. You cannot have the knife. No, the knife is just sitting right over there. You can't have the knife. Can you pick it up, Phil? And can you hand? No, it I'm to not me? gonna give you the no, knife. Don't give him the knife. Are you sure? Yeah, you're an injury bug. Yeah. You're is an injury that because because I noticed your wrist seems a little weird right now? Right. It does. Oh, my wrist is bleeding like it was cut by the knife. Oh, well, you. How did you do this, great Satan? You were leaning on the knife. I don't know no, why that's I wasn't. We need no, to get this guy out of here. We, don't, we need to get this guy out of here. Use the next bug. Get out of here. That's my brother. I already told you that. Get out of here, TJ Miller. I chipped a tooth. Oh, my nose is bleeding. Skippity doo, Jordan. Are you ready? I am so ready. Yeah. I'm so ready to meet a uh, childhood hero. Alan Trammell. Lifelong idol. Bring him in. He's right behind this door. Are you ready for... Yes. Hey, if it isn't Jordan. Hello, oh. it's me, CEO, oh. CFO, CTO, CRO, and CNCO, honk, honk, Amco <laughs> of Clune, Nat Spigman. I know who you are, Nat. I was just expecting Alan Trammell. And- no, look, look, look. Phil and Jordan told me to come here because somebody- <laughs> Phil and Joel. Phil and Joel. I'm sorry. All you white people look the same to me. <laughs> Phil and Joel told me to come on by- because you're apparently getting married pretty soon. That's, well, relatively soon. It's yeah, this year. you've got your bachelor party this weekend. So here I am to show you my great new device. It's called the stripper attractor. Ooh, what does this yeah. do? Yeah, stripper attractor is something that you install on your phone, and when you hit the button, it screams, I have money! I have money! I have money! On loop until you step far away from the strip club. You know, and then it says, I didn't do anything wrong! I didn't do anything <laughs> wrong! Very useful device. Well, you thank know, you very much, Nat. I'm going yeah, to use that. It's a trillion that. dollars yeah. on paper. Oh, we just pivoted. 
Never mind, don't have a happy marriage. I'm a divorce lawyer now. So, quick little surprise from one of our characters for your bachelor party coming up, Jordan. Uh, that was fun. That was really fun. Yeah. But uh, And know. what's this now? Uh, hello, I am back. Hello, it's uh, good to be here. It's me, Luis Fernandez. Oh, Luis, it's, uh, it's yes. great to see you. No, it's good to see you too. Uh, I was very excited to hear Alan Trammell is going to be here. It's a very, very exciting time. Uh, yeah. When we last saw you, you were the deputy sports minister of North Korea. I still am the deputy sports minister of North Korea, but I uh, took a boat uh, under a lot of gunfire in order to be here so that I could wish you a happy marriage. And oh, uh, here to tell you that if you're going to honeymoon, stay away from Brazil, but stay even further away from North Korea. It's so much horrible, horrible abuse. Okay. Uh, I wasn't planning on yes, going don't there. Go. All right. So without All right, I'm any leaving. further ado, let's bring out Eli Manning. Hey, Jordan. Oh, hey, Eli Manning. You're I'm... upset about Eli Manning? I know. I mean, it's, it's... Ha- happy birthday. Well... <laughs> All right, Eli. It's not my. I'm getting. I'm going to be getting married. This is my bachelor party weekend yeah. coming up here. Oh, oh, Dad said I wasn't allowed to have one of those. Wasn't yeah. allowed to have a bachelor party? Why? What happened? Well, I I don't know. He said they were a bad influence. That's, oh, that that's might, sad. That might, wait, wait. So, mm-hmm. so is this just like, is this like a party where it's only bachelors who are allowed, and you you get your last chance to go before you're married? No, no. There's what? only one bachelor. He's the bachelor. The Everybody bachelor. else is just yeah, celebrating. I'm married and I'm going to be there. Okay. So, so why did you decide to throw your bachelor party on your birthday? Look, party? this is way too complex for Eli Manning. <laughs> I think you got it. Go. You know what, Eli? I appreciate it. But if we could just kind of get to Alan Trammell, yeah, Tiger right. Storchstop, 1984 okay, well, World Series MVP. Door is... Well, hey there. It's a pleasure to be here. Oh, hey there. Oh, it's hey, me, Chris Humphreys. Oh, well, this is at least another athlete. Right now, I've got the poop. On your bachelor party. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right, so I know exactly what buffet you're going to go to. You do? What's yeah, that? You're going to go to the Paris Buffet. Ooh, that and sounds you know good. What? It's okay. The eggs are a little runny, but do I don't you, let it pay no mind. Do you have the poop in the Paris Buffet? Uh, I've got the poop all over the Paris Buffet. I really don't like <laughs> that It's all Vegas, after all. <laughs> There's poop over all buffets. Could you give me any maybe uh, tips on... Um... Oh, here's the tip. Don't get married. <laughs> Don't do it. It's terrible. First now, of all, all the camera people at E are real real nice to you, and then during the divorce, they're real mean to you. Now, Chris... And then your wife is going to be like, I just did this for the publicity. It's I horrible. I think Jordan Don't erred that. in asking you about marriage. Yeah, uh, that was a mistake. Yeah, yeah, you shouldn't have done that. Once again, we're very sorry, Chris. We love having you on. She we did named not her baby up. North. Why did I marry that? Yep, uh, but you did. That's yeah. a thing. Oops. But without further ado, let's bring out... Hey, Jordan, it's long time no see. It's me, Tony Spoo, Tony Spumante. Oh, NFL yeah. and NBA referee, I'm a Tony Spumante. Ref, that's right. Yeah. I'm a replacement referee. There's you happy and bets the body. Oh, thank you very yeah, much, Tony. Yeah, you're going to have a great time. Look, you're gonna you're gonna take this uh, you're gonna take this ball that is your marriage, and you're gonna throw a hail mary three hundred yards right into the end zone. Field goal. <laughs> that sounds great, yeah, that's Tony. Gonna be great. Yep. Do you uh, think Do you think uh, my uh, my uh, my bachelor party will be fair or foul? Oh, your bachelor party it better be foul, or else your friends ain't doing it right. Am I right? Yeah, I ah, think so, right. Tony. Any, but then again, I'm usually wrong about these things. Any so you proceedings you're out. gonna throw a flag on this weekend? Yeah, hey, here's a flag. <laughs> too much, too much fun. <laughs> That's a flag. Flag on the play, 15 yards down your pants. Oh. Oh, all right. Well, thank you very much, Tony Spumante. That's all very right. nice I'm, of you. Okay. Okay, right, who's right up next? Here uh, we here have... We Open the door. Hey there, Jordan. How's it going? Oh, hey. How's it going? Uh, it's me. It's Billy Bob, and I just oh, want to go Billy ahead and Bob. wish you a, a, a great time at your bachelor party. I'm sure you're going to have a fun time, and that's all that I need to say. Yeah, but really, actually, I had some questions because, you know, I followed all your draft prep advice, and I, I, my team did not come together very well at all. Yeah, You're I a fantasy it. expert. And hey, why are you thinking about your fantasy baseball team when you got your bachelor party coming up? You're right. Now, imagine this. You go to your bachelor party. It's Las Vegas. But on the flight there, you're magically transported to Huang Tang Fo, the land of flying dragons and elves everywhere. I don't feel like you're getting fantasy advice, so this is just frivolous at this point. The elves are casting <laughs> is very frivolous. magical There's nets. not even a point that could be made here. It's not like you're excited to hear the results. Made of strands of hair that they've plucked from the gods themselves. Really losing the thread here. I think, the I think you should go, Billy Bob, but thank you very much. But I, I haven't even 
even gotten to my advice about what fantasies you want to live out at your bachelor party. Is somebody talking about fantasy here? Oh, is somebody Sanders. talking about fantasy? Senator I've Bernie got Sanders. a fantasy for you. There's, did you know that the hottest stripper at every single strip club gets the top 1% of 1% of 1% of 2% of 1% of 1% of tips? Oh, and so what I'm saying is that you should just go to Las Vegas and you should give dollar bills in everybody's pants. Ooh, Men's Bernie. pants, women's pants, women of color. You gotta <laughs> put it all in the dollar bills in the pants. Okay. You, you see what's happening here, Jordan? We got a cavalcade of stars here to wish you a happy time at your bachelor party. You know, very, very exciting. Did I tell you when I used to play stickball back in the Bronx? Uh, you've mentioned that a couple times. Yeah. Just throwing it out there. I was kind of an athlete. <laughs> yep. <laughs> stickball and I believe basketball in like college or something. Okay, I'm going to get out of here. Oh, well, thank, thank you very much, Senator Sanders. Who could be up next? Did I hear that there's politicians here? Oh, let's oh, stick with Democratic politicians. That's right. Oh, it's man. me, Al Gore. <laughs> and I'm here to wish you a very happy bachelor party. Oh, thank you very much, Mr. Yes. Vice President. Well, if you want, I can come to your bachelor party. Uh, and when I come there, I've got a real good PowerPoint presentation about how you can live, uh, have a cleaner bachelor party so your children and your children's children and your children's children's children don't burn to death in a fiery blaze of global warming. You know, I don't know that that's really what we're going to do at the bachelor party. It's just going to be kind of like drinking and hanging I out. I see. Maybe. You're more of a keynote guy. <laughs> Letting loose. You're not as into the PowerPoints? That's okay. Can you uh, give me any tips in terms of to keep my bachelor party a little more green? Oh, yeah. Here's the ultimate tip to keeping your bachelor party green. Make it rain, bitches. Green falling from the sky. <laughs> and that was Al Gore. That was quite oh, the that turn. That was there. unexpected at the yeah. end there. Wow. Well, I mean, after Al, I feel like oh, the Alan door is Trammell the door's would be a, a very see. obvious one. Uh, I've joined you here today to talk about the bachelor party. A long-standing tradition. Oh, no. Many feel has an underlying uh, current of exploitation. How did you get back here? The sort of... Hold on, Patrick, Patrick. Last time we talked to you, we were purposefully not giving you money for plane tickets so that you were stuck out of here. We didn't want you on the podcast. Long trip. From Brazil, I actually stopped by today because, uh, well, I, I thought you guys would have a public bathroom. I did not realize that this was No, the public bathroom is for customers only. And employees. I mean, I... You're neither, because we don't employee. pay you. Okay, well, either way, I did take some time while I heard what was happening to scroll down some thoughts on the state of the uh, bachelor party so in boring. the 21st century. You're state ruining the, the bachelor, bachelor party, party, and it's not even here yet. Again, some would say that it's the exploitative nature that's ruining the bachelor party. Get out of here, Deborah I Downer. Take, uh. Speaking of Deborah, I take you to the life of get Deborah no. Benitez, get out of here. Las Vegas Get your butt stripper. back to Siberia, dude. Okay. All right, I really uh, so, hope yep, Alan Trammell's yep. coming up. You ready? Yeah. All right. Hey, Jordan! It's me, Dusty Breitberg. Oh, Dusty Breitberg. Yeah, that's right. And I came here to wish you a very happy bachelor party. And you're the producer of the Super Bowl show. I am, and I, I, I did a little song for you. Oh, I'd love to yeah, hear it. Yeah, here it comes. Are you ready? I'm more than ready. All right. You're going to have a good bachelor party. You're going to eat a lot of crab and get farty. Do the bachelor party shuffle. That's... Okay. Bachelor party shuffle. I mean, it's not bad. It's just yeah. That's why I'm a record producer. <laughs> well, thank, okay. thank, yeah. thank you very yeah, much. Thank you very much. Uh, my microphone. Oh, my microphone. He's speaking for of me. people oh, my who produced in the early '90s, oh. it's not Alan Trammell. Oh. It's the '90s Adam Sandler. '90s Adam Sandler took a time machine <laughs> to wish you a happy birthday. Go to see the city wall. Squeeze them. <laughs> That's what you're gonna do. Uh, that, uh, that, thank yeah, you. I was a product of before the Me Too movement. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That's why my movies feel so dated. Yep. And as much as you do love him, it is time for Tigers. Uh, Caddy Joe Lacava. Uh, hello. Thank oh. you for having me here. Oh, it's Tiger Woods' yes, Caddy, Joe LaCava. Oh, hey. it's time for a bachelor party. You know what that means? What does that mean? That you're kind of like the golfer, and all your friends are kind of like the caddy. No. All of your friends are like your caddies. So if you're going to buy a pound of coke from a cop, 
They're all going to say, Jordan, don't buy that pound of coke from the cop. And they're going to say, nah, I'm okay. This isn't a cop. <laughs> and we're going to say, Jordan, I really think it's a bad idea for you to buy that pound of coke. He's wearing a police badge. He's on a police horse. He's got police aviators. I mean, you don't There's know no that. There's no way that's not a cop. <laughs> right, but a, a policeman wouldn't have cocaine. Oh, so. in that case, we can't tell you three times. You never tell a golfer three times you die by his hand. Have a fun time. But Jordan wouldn't be golfing, technically. Nah, but he's the golfer. And we're like the caddies. It's a metaphor. Enjoy your time. Thank you very much. Joe LaCava. Hey there, time for cha-ching! Lock of the bachelor party! Oh, it's Jim Trippett Jr., draft expert. Absolutely. Okay, you ready for your lock of the bachelor party? Yeah, give give me a good lock. Strip club will have boobs! Lock of the Bachelor Party! I believe that to be true. That's probably the best lock I've heard. I think, yeah. No, I think it's a stone-cold lock. Most of your friends will lose too much money on Friday night and have a miserable weekend. Lock of the Bachelor Party! Sounds like something Joel's gonna do. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and last but not least, Tim Couch! Lock of the Bachelor Party! No, Tim Tim Couch Couch is not gonna be... No, that's that's a terrible pick. No, it's not gonna be Tim Couch. No. No, I, I, he might he might be there. <laughs> Asko, that's about it. Oh my Asko, gosh, that's about Larry, it. It's Larry Culpepper. Hey, you know, how's it going? It's me, Larry Culpepper. Oh, Larry, it's great uh, to see you. I'm the inventor. I'm the inventor of postseason football, uh, NCAA football, but also I'm the inventor of fun when it comes to match parties. Oh, what what type of uh, have a good match party here, Jordan's match party here. <laughs> thank, yeah. you, thank, <laughs> yeah, of course. Thank you very much, Larry. Yeah, of course, my pleasure. <laughs> hey guys, how's it going? Hey, All right, Mike Trout. Well, yeah. If I can't see Alan Trammell, oh, at least I'm glad I can there see Mike go. Trout. You can see we Mike we Trout. Are, I have to hurry. Actually, it's the seventh inning stretch in Anaheim. Mike just ran over here. Oh yeah, he had to go for the seventh inning stretch. And after this, I'm going to have to run all the way back, finish the game, and then I'm going to have to run all the way out to Vegas for your bachelor party. You're going to be there? Oh, I'm going to get my sweat on. <laughs> oh, man, it's so great. You go to a bachelor party, do you know there's an arcade in Excalibur? They say it's just for kids, but it's fun for all ages. Absolutely. Thank you, Mike. Yeah, of course. My pleasure. And now, coming up last, I think you know what this is going to be. Oh, man. Something nobody is ever disappointed to see associated <sighs> with a... Soon to be Hall of Fame shortstop. Yes, 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 Absolutely. Yes, yes, Let yes. me open this door, and it is. Help! Me, Derek Jeter's herpes. Derek Jeter's herpes. Help! I make soreness happen. I guess it's probably good to see you before the bachelor party. Get ready for more of me. <laughs> and let's not forget. You're going to catch my friends. Derek Jeter's herpes also You're soon. You're going to get so many men in your mouth and up your nose to nose. And all over your penis. Soon if you're not be... careful, fidelity is a good thing and monogamy is even better. Soon going to be in the Hall of Fame just like Alan Trammell. It's me. They're by gonna... a circuitous route. I'm going to have a pack. Okay. Have funny bets by Jordan. Thank and you, Derek that Huser. is it. That was it. Yeah. Oh, oh, I forgot to mention. Oh. We lied to you about Alan Trammell. Just to get you excited about the segment, since it was there to surprise you. Oh well, I mean, you, you could have lied about anything. You didn't. Did have- somebody say they were looking for Alan? Yeah. It's me, Alan Thick. <laughs> ben. Uh, I. <laughs> I mean, did did Jean John put in a call for you? No, I've been dead for a few years, but I came down from heaven just to give you some fatherly advice. Boy, this is this is kind of awkward. We yeah. we didn't mean you. We meant a different. Oh, I saw Alan T, and I just assumed. <laughs> well, there's nope. Alan Trammell, but nope. my Alan son Trammell. did blurred lines. That was a product of before the Me Too movement. <laughs> is that why it feels so dated now? It feels pretty dated. Okay, well, thanks for stopping. Sorry, by, Ellen Trammell didn't show up. <laughs> yeah, we we all are. Yeah, you you kind of smell. I'm dead. Oh, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. And now it's time for another wide world of weird sports. That's wide world weird sports. Everybody loves wide world weird sports. Okay, what do we got? Wide this world week? weird sports. Oh, I came in early. You did. That's okay. That was unintentional. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. On this week's wide world of weird sports, the five best and five worst NFL draft hats of 2018. So this is going to be a five-parter. 
Uh, no, this is, we're going to we're gonna get through this. I don't think we can get through more than one of each list. The per... worst NFL draft hats. Number five, Cardinals. I would have bought five hats if they said Bird Gang, but they do not. So I will buy zero. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe NFL was afraid it would look like the Cardinals fans were in an actual gang if the hat said Burn Gangs. You can see the Cardinals hat below. Yep, that's terrible. I want to provide some context for this. <laughs> These draft hats that the NFL has made is put a slogan for each team on the hat. Right. So it's not a visual thing. Yeah. And this one says, rise up, Red Sea. I guess uh, you would want to get that to give to your girlfriend once a month. Oh! Uh, that's a product of before the Me Too moment. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> well, I was going to say, the Red Sea thing that works for me is it's a sea of red and also... Cardinals Red Sea. Right. Yeah. Also, the incredible popularity of the Arizona Cardinals in the Middle East. Uh, Number four, the Bears. First, let me say I do love the Monsters of the Midway nickname. However, what I don't love is when someone tries to cram the entire thing on top of a hat with the team logo. There is way too much going on here. Yep. Agree. I have to agree. There's so much text you can barely of read. The Midway is a little too small. It says Monsters of the Midway on the hat, and it's very small. Yeah, you can yep. barely read it because all the stitching is crowded. Like, the E has to be cut off a little bit so the bear can fit. It's bad, and I don't like it. That's so bad, far, I don't like it. Oh, for 2. <laughs> Number three of the worst, Dolphins. If the goal is to get half the fan base to hate you right away, then the new era made the right decision with this hat. To this day, fans of Miami still debate about whether the Dolphins merchandise should say Go Fins with a P-H-I-N-S or Go Fins with an F-I-N-S. I'm not cheering for a dorsal fin to win a football game, so I've always been a big believer in the answer is the former. New Era went with the latter. I say Go Fins. The New Era says Go Fins like you're a Finnish person. I think there'd be two N's in that. Also, P-H-I-N-S, not a word. I strongly disagree with the writer. Yeah, but it's short for Dolphin. Not about the hat being bad, but I feel like there were worse hats that he allowed his apparently... It's a weird conundrum for a team to be in in terms of the nickname. It yeah. really is, and you think that whatever appears in the merchandise would just sell it and they'd give up on it. Even as a somewhat interested grammarian, I don't think I would spend all that much time on this. Got ourselves a grammarian here. <laughs> uh, number two of the worst hats, Panthers. If you ask 99% of the Panthers fans what should have gone on their hat, I'm guessing it would have said keep pounding. In yeah. Instead, <laughs> new Another era. Another one for the girlfriend once a month. Oh, oh. Come on. That's, oh. God, you're such an artifact. <laughs> Instead, new era decided to tease the entire state of South Carolina by going along with the farce that the Panthers actually somewhat belong to them. And the hat says, two states, one team. Oh, that is awful. That's, That's an insult. pretty lame. That is not okay. Not okay. I mean, I can understand why they didn't go with the pounding one. Yeah. But that's terrible. Well, the good news for the Panthers is the inside brim does say keep pounding. <laughs> just, just as a reminder. Just as a reminder. Uh, number one of the worst hats is the Saints. It's almost like New Era forgot that the NFC South existed and just threw some hats together at the last second. Not only did they blow it by not giving the Panthers keep pounding, but they also designed uh, the, a Saints hat that doesn't say who dat. How what on earth? Instead, it says Big Easy Football. God, that's so stupid. That is the lame. No, it's, it should be Who Dat. Yeah. yeah. But you have a it, slogan that's literally six letters and beloved by all. Instead, it makes it sound like the game of football is easy to play and they're all fat. <laughs> that's what I'm seeing to imply. Yep. Yep. Let's go over the best one, shall we? Five best NFL hats. Number five, the Chargers. If the Chargers want to fix things with the fans in San Diego, they could start by giving every single one of them a free version of this hat. Uh, be oh. Between their power blue uniforms and I the hat. I was assuming the hat was just going to be, fuck you, San Diego. <laughs> no, it says Superchargers on it. Uh, between their power blue uniforms and the hat, the Chargers know how to do classic, and they do it very well. One thing to note is the Chargers hat was the only one that wasn't released to the media on Wednesday, which means they're stuck with this photo. It's a photo with all the hats in it, but there it says, uh, the, uh, it says uh, Superchargers. Now I'm really interested by the intrigue surrounding the Chargers hat. Right? The good news is that it looks like we'll be getting multiple versions of each team's hat instead of just one version in gray. As you see from this one, there's like two Raider Nation ones, and there's oh, like yeah. there's different colors for those. So when you're they buying just went, one of the best ones is just Superchargers. Yep. 
Uh, number four is Raiders. Although I'm not a huge uh, fan of these hats being gray, it fits perfectly with the Raiders color scheme, which is the reason why I love this hat so much. The best thing about the hat is actually part of it that says people won't be able to see when you're wearing it. Under the brim, it says, just win, baby. Then the front says Raider Nation. Super cool. That's not bad. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I would like the just win baby on the hat, though. Yeah, that's Al cool. Davis would be proud. That's what well, it says but that yeah. said, it's it's like a reminder. Yeah, that's that's true. It's that's like true. if you're a if you're a card, you know, a Carolina Panthers fan, and there's a bunch of nerds at your school, you want to be reminded to keep on pounding. Keep there we pounded. Go. Keep yeah. pounded. Number three is the 49ers. The problem with putting team slogans on the hat is there's always a chance you'll get it wrong and upset the entire fan base. I'm looking at you, Saints hat. With the 49ers, New Era kept things simple. Instead of a slogan, the hat simply says Niners, which is pretty cool. I don't know. If, I mean, I feel like if he, if all, if like two of the five hats here are basically like inoffensive mascots. You, you didn't. Well, yeah. it's, I feel like that you didn't fuck up the team, the the nickname. Yeah. yeah. Like, you didn't fuck up the nickname for the Niners. Yeah. Well done. Well, yeah. Congratulations. Number two is my favorite, Vikings. I'm not sure if the Vikings stole this slogan from the Stark family in Game of Thrones, but I like it, so I'm not going to complain. It says, defend the North. Oh. Super cool. I thought I was going to say winter is coming. And defend that was the be North. Jon Snow. Okay. Defend John the North. Snow. Oh, you know nothing. You know nothing, Jon Snow. <laughs> it also says Skull Vikes on the inside, which is pretty cool. What is Skull? It's like Norwegian, right? For something? Yeah. Go like good health, maybe? Or, um, I don't know. I don't. Uh, number one, though. Number one. Per usual. Patriots. Fucking Christ. I'm definitely going to get some hate mail for ranking the Patriots at the top, but what can I say? They have the best hat. Says everything it needs to say in just three words. Do your job. That's actually not bad. Says do your job. It's yeah. their job to win. It's very Bill Belichick. Got to the do Belichick. their job. I yeah, and much like Bill Belichick and much like the Patriots, I don't want it to be good. But it is. Yeah, basically the hat does its job. I'm guessing that Bill Belichick is going to make at least 5% in royalty fees every time New Era sells one of these bad boys. And that brings an end to another wide world of weird sports. Oh, it's our hat slogans. We should get a hat for this, but we don't really have a catchphrase. Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings you a close on the sports. 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 Podcast. Before we go, since it was the closest thing, I'd like to bring Alan Thick back. Hey our- guys, how's it going? It's me, Alan Thick. Do you think you could give uh, everyone our Ben, con- <laughs> Mike? Do you think you could give those them our- are two people who played my <laughs> characters and my kids? Uh, could oh, you- right. You can find us on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash sports number three podcast. That's facebook.com slash sports number three podcast. When you go there, don't have blurred lines. No means no. <laughs> You can find us on Twitter by going to twitter.com slash sports the number three podcast. That's twitter.com slash sports the number three podcast. Know your boundaries. Don't get in trouble. Or you can find all of our back episodes at, at soundcloud.com slash sports the number three podcast. That's soundcloud.com slash sports the number three podcast. I wrote theme songs. Thank you very much. You're welcome, Mr. Thick. Hey, guys. Hey, Joel. Joel. Uh, I do got to say, uh, I mean, while we were setting up this segment, uh, I was on the phone with Alan Trammell for a bit. Uh, and he offered you to come to your... You were on the phone with Alan Trammell? Yeah, he A-train? offered to come to your bachelor party. And I was like, no, no, no. We're doing this fun surprise thing with all of the characters that no. we already know. Oh, yeah. Uh, no. So, you know, obviously, and we wouldn't want you to get you know tired or something at Jordan's bachelor party. I think party. that's the right call. Yeah. No. Uh, but he did say, happy bachelor party, Jordan. That's something. And then I took a picture of it, but I I forgot it. So. Bye, Bye, Joel. Joel. <laughs> <laughs>